Kathy B. Patreon was really good yesterday. Great group of people. Yeah. I feel like Patreon was uh, like this massive triage session. Like, like really like, my God, I had to stop it in the middle of it and saying, guys, like we get these problems too. Everyone was just struggling with some really intense dogs, some intense behaviors. And, and this dog training stuff isn't easy. It's not easy if you own a dog. And it's not easy if you're a dog trainer. And if you work with challenging dogs, it gets frustrating. You know, it gets frustrating, gets you burnt out, gets you exhausted. Um, God, I wish it was just easy peasy. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey everybody, how are you? Happy Wednesday. It's uh, Jeff and Joelle. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a one-hour show from 7 to 8 p.m. We do it every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Even on nights that we don't feel like doing it, we're still here. Sure. <laughs> this is one of them. It's, uh, and the motivation is you guys. It's you guys just doing a really great job and just so proud of you and so proud of the progress you're making. And, yeah. you know, the one we might help one person tonight which might save their dog's life. You know what I mean? Or make help one person that, makes your quality of life better. So mm -hmm. it's always worth it. Even yeah. on night, even on nights like tonight. So I guess that's the message for everybody. It's like, even if you're having a rough day, rough time, rough, whatever, just show up, just do it. Cause once you show up and you get going, you'll be fine. You know, you'll be fine. Um, it's a Q and a show. You write your questions down at the bottom. If you have a question about your dog, um, Joel will read it. I'll answer it. And, um, if you want to see wonderful photo of uh, uh, photos as of Joel's property, there's if you fan of her Instagram, jump on her stories, and there's beautiful, beautiful photos of the dogs running in the woods and dog on a log, which was really great. <laughs> Those logs will be split soon. That was my homework for today, but the wood stove. I didn't have to. I didn't have to stay there. And then we do something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com and. We used to say international and don't even say North America and it's just in the US. And I think I've got the a continental date. 48. I think I've got a date for um uh Las Vegas. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Continental. Yeah, we're not doing one in Hawaii. We go to Hawaii and uh I I I I, I that's Joelle is actually I'm not taking her there for her birthday. That's Joelle's that's Joelle's things. I'm going along for the ride. And uh so I'll be looking for some some businesses to help pay for my share. That's for sure. So, um, but no seminar, but I'll do one-on-ones business consulting. And uh, then we have the training center here. And um, we, had, we have dogs that come in from start to finish. We get some interesting dogs. I did a thing today on my Instagram stories about like Kathy B. I didn't mention you by name, but I talked about a dog you're working with. And um it's just really, really interesting about people really need to, to understand the dogs we work with. Yeah. I share the story about the dog that literally Kathy B is working with a dog right now. Um, and uh, no fault of hers, no fault of the owners, but whenever it gets separated from the other dog it lives with, it just pisses all over the place, tries to break out of the crate. She just started working with it. And that's what she's been hired to do is stop it from doing that. And, I think that 
I like to share that story and hope it's okay that I did, Kathy B. Um, if not, too late now. No, we can edit it out. Just let me know. We won't be on the replay. Um, I just want people to understand that that whenever you get these people that are just like you know, build a better relationship and use rewards yeah. only, and you never have to say no to your dog. It's like so. In what world? Because so, I want to go there. So answer me that one. Answer me that one. So what do you do? What do you do? We get we get some of the hardest dogs that most people can't even begin to work with or begin to get close to, and we troubleshoot them, and we've got a really high success rate, and we don't make excuses for not being able to do it because we figure it out, we brainstorm, and it would be so easy just to give up. It would be so easy just to give up and just say, can't be done, can't be done, can't be done like so many – so many trainers out there do. And that's where people will say, I tried everything. I've tried everything. I'm like, well, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Mm-hmm. Have you tried taking a five gallon empty water bucket and throwing, throwing it at the front door when your dog's going nuts? Oh my God, I wouldn't do that. It's like, if your dog, if it stopped your dog, yeah, you would. All it's doing is hitting the door. Hopefully it's not a nice door or a glass door. And then you're fucked. But anyway, um, a lot of people on YouTube like to do top chats where you we get to the top of the queue. Um, or some people just like to throw us some extra cash. So just for giving out tons of free content. Tons. Life-changing stuff. So I talk a lot about punishment a lot. Punishment is not a bad word. It's not abuse. It's not yelling or screaming at your dog. Punishment is the opposite of a reward. Applying a punisher. Punishment has gotten a bad name, but that's how you stop an unwanted behavior through the methodical application of applying a punisher. And the way it is, you can not like it, but you can yell and scream and make call people names that do it. But I'd love to see people stop these behaviors that we're working with. You know, everyone talks a good game, but we have no video proof. No video proof. So, mm. anyway, here we go. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Hammond said, hi, J&J. Hope all is well. Yeah. Hammond Hilton, mm. K9 Partners. That's great. Yeah. Tell Paris I said hi, and uh, things are going well. Next. Jamie, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday to you guys. Hey, happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday. Damn, it feels like Friday. Mm. I don't know why. Happy Wednesday. Next. Kingdom Canine Training Academy. Hope all is well. Thanks. Yeah, things are great. Things are really, really great. A little bit, a little bit on the tired side today, but things are good. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. How are you? Melissa said good evening, all. Hey. Kathy B. Patreon was really good yesterday. Great group of people. Yeah. I feel like Patreon was uh, like this massive triage session. Like, like really, like my God. I had to stop it in the middle of it and saying, guys, like we get these problems too. Everyone was just struggling with some really intense dogs, some intense behaviors. And, and this dog training stuff isn't easy. It's not easy if you own a dog. It's not easy if you're a dog trainer. And if you work with challenging dogs, it gets frustrating, you know, it gets frustrating, gets you burnt out, gets you exhausted. Um, God, I wish it was just easy peasy. Next. Megan, hey guys, less than a month till the Florida seminar. We can't wait. Yeah, in fact, I just booked the Airbnb today for us. Um, 
You got yourself a nice room. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to get the fuck out of New England. <laughs> okay, next question. Michelle P. Hey, guys. Hey, how are you? Karina said hi. Hey, how are you? Megan. I know you know about the dog we have. We're trying to muzzle. We tried the cone today, and she did the same self-harm thing with the cone. Where to go next? What would Jeff do? Yeah. Well, Megan, I've already told uh, Ashley what you guys should be doing with that dog in that situation. But there's a way to take the dog. You take the dog. You put a slip lead over the dog's head. You put it up against a fence, and you have somebody coming from behind. Or you put the dog into a, you know, leech pressure into a down and then you put a place cut over it and stay safe but dogs that don't want to be muzzled will rip their dew claws out will thrash but put a put a dominant dog collar on them and hold them up i don't think folks understand that like when you work with aggressive dogs and then not only do you have to take safety protocols but setting up the safety protocols or even just muzzle. How do you muzzle a dog that doesn't want to have a muzzle on it and tries to attack you? How do you muzzle that dog? And a lot of people would say, well, you, you, you do muzzle conditioning. Agreed. But sometimes that could take weeks to do. Or how about if that doesn't work? Now you just wasted two weeks. So what do you do? Sometimes you have to be forceful. That's what's really interesting about like working with biting dogs and everybody's quick to come up with every excuse in the book, why the dog is like that, mm -hmm. but they still won't give a solution. Like that wasn't the question. Mm -hmm. The question was, well, it's the owner's fault. The question was the question was not if it's genetics or not. The question is, how do you do it? Fine. Whatever the situation is, here we are today. Mm -hmm. This is the problem we have in front of us. What do you do? So, next. Um, Holly, working from home, saw my neighbor trying to chase down her Great Dane while fence fighting. Wanted to yell out the window, you're going to need more ham. <laughs> so thankful that after seven years of struggling with that myself, I learned from you that I wasn't making it suck enough. And now I don't have to deal with that anymore. Thank you for your no-nonsense advice. Hoping to see you in Austin. That's cool. And Holly, you can go back to keeping your house kosher. So that's good, right? Next. J-Ron, good evening, J&J. Rant Wednesday. <laughs> Excuse me. Hi, J-Ron. How are you? Pulsar dog training. Dog I'm training won't move away when I say break. Can I put in a down? I can put in a down and walk far away and do recalls, no problem. But when I say break, she follows me in a loose heel. So put the... Hold on, move away? Break is just you're done with the exercise. You're saying, I need to mean no, out? The, no, he's just like, break means go do whatever you want to do, but oh, the dog's oh, choosing oh, oh, to stay oh, next oh, to them. got it. Sometimes they do that. They're just like, what do you want to do? Sometimes they do that. You can also teach the out command, which means get out of here. Next. Hannah, I've applied everything I've learned from the channel, and it's helped my anxiety so much. I have this newfound confidence now to get my family to stop criticizing how I train my dog. Well, Hannah... <gasps> You know, one of the things you can do, and I've made a couple of videos on this, and with this newfound confidence and lack of anxiety that you have, which nobody seems to ever talk about mm. when you've got an out-of-control dog. Yep. Nobody seems to talk about, like, the anxiety that, like, the owner has and, and, and like, 
they've been demoralized as an owner and they're miserable and their lives suck. Nobody ever talks about that. Mm -hmm. It's all about the fucking dog. Mm -hmm. Dog seems happy. Yeah. It's also biting my kids. It's also like doing whatever. The it's fuck also it leash reactive. It's also shredding its dog bed. It's also breaking out of crates. Oh, just use a reward. So Hannah, what you can do is this. With this new count, with this less of your anxiety and this new count, this newfound confidence of yours, just go to your family and just tell them to go fuck off. Seriously, say fuck off, all of you. Like, let's talk about the results. Let's talk about like what this has done for me as a human being. Let's talk about the relationship I have with this dog right now. And you're gonna stand there and criticize me. Like, is this your, is that, is that their go-to every time you're successful at something, they give you shit. Mm. Let them get their own fucking dog and train it any way they want to. Right. Obviously their advice wasn't working up until now, but now they got all kinds of good fucking negative feedback. Tell them to go fuck themselves respectfully with your confidence. And if that gives you anxiety, just thinking about it. Well, let's get over that next. Poppy, hey guys, had my first Patreon Zoom yesterday. Super cool. Love to put faces to names I've seen following you. Grateful to be a part of this. Yeah, Poppy, saw you yesterday. Thanks, then that 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 nice, attractive woman next to you. Tell her I said hello. Shit, I got bumped. Damn. Shit. Got bumped big time. There we go. Where am I? Okay, Tara. So my Dobie is a Colorado dog. We're going to Florida for three months. E-collar trained. I just know she's going to want to get too close to gators. Tips to stay away from them? Well, all depends if you want to save money on dog food or not. Not have to pay for an extra ticket flying back, you know? So what you're going to do is you're going to have your dog on a leash. And gators tend to be in waterways. A lot of times they don't stray too far from them. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they'll end up in your backyard swimming pool. Mm -hmm. So obviously they strayed away, but in Florida, everyone's got, I love how these like complexes, like we've got, I've got three houses in Florida and they all have, they're all, they all have retaining Retain, ponds. Yeah. Retention, ret retention, pond. retention ponds. And I'm like, they call them like lakes. lakes. I'm like, that's not a fucking lake. It's a retention pond. Yeah. I'm like, Get out of here. We had that in South Carolina, too, at my mom's backyard. And we had a gator that lived in right, it. Right, right. There's usually always one. There's always one. Somebody actually. And then had, you have the freaking idiotic neighbor who goes out <laughs> and feeds the thing. Or that. Or they, like, let their, they play like, chuck it with their dogs in there. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's all, every waterway, every waterway, other than the ocean, and that's got its own set of issues, but any, like, fresh water, get, don't, in Florida, you don't go in. No. You also, you'll get brain-eating amoebas. Right. Yeah. Don't even get me started on those. Port 29, doctor. I have a long-haired shepherd. Try to train with e-collar. Problem is, the dog doesn't react even on a level 40 dog tra. I even trim the hair and use long contacts. The collar works. What to do? Use the, um, first of all, it's probably a fit problem, um, meaning that the fit of the collar. Order the, um, the thick for contact points, and most likely it's not snug enough. Next. Kathy B, sharing the story is fine. There are some tough oh, ones. Good, good, Kathy B, because I did. Yeah, a little late now. 
Gotta, Jeff's no. like, I'm gonna tell it and then ask for permission. <laughs> I would have asked for permission first. What if she was like, fuck no, you can't share I it. I know. Sarah, hello guys. Last night I bonked my dog hard with a frozen loaf of bread oh that he stole off my table. Not a peep from him the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you knocked him out, Sarah. He stole it off the table. It was frozen. Well, no. So I mean, so first of all, Sarah, kudos to you. Seriously, it just goes to show that the proper application of an inhibitor works. Oh, so we should throw frozen frozen bread in our dog. Well. <laughs> What's next? The Thanksgiving turkey? <laughs> frozen? All 40 pounds of it? Ham. Frozen ham. It's like, not only can you stop your dog from fence fighting, but you can also stop Frozen your dog. bread. Is it like Ezekiel? Like the sprouted bread? So this That's is, just expensive. It's actually not, and it's actually not that heavy frozen if you think about no, it. No, it's not. But this is the thing. It's like, how about if a frozen loaf of bread stopped aggression? And guess what? It could. Hmm? Say your dog was a resource guarder. It guarded its food when it's eating its food bowl, and you and it growled at it. If you said no and you grabbed that frozen loaf of bread and you threw it at the dog, it would probably stop. Mm -hmm. It's like that just goes to show how the marker word of no, the application of an inhibitor, which is by the way a punisher, which is something that's the opposite of reward, so it's negative, but it's positive as far as like the results. But we're not going to get technical. And like you can solve problems, so, like so many problems with frozen loaves of bread. Next. Why join YouTube? Said hello from Washington State. Hey, Washington State, what's up? Barnsey, hello everyone. Hey, Barnsey. Kylo, hello. How do I get? I don't know where the rest of it is, so I'm not going to read half of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Kylo, hello. How do I get my dog to stop staring down other dogs while in a or steak command? Yeah. Also. He forces submission ah, upon other male dogs. He's not aggressive, nah, just dominant. Yeah. How do I get him to stop? That's a problem because he's going to do that to the wrong dog and it's going to end up in a dog fight. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. So what's really cool is that he stares down dogs. So you can apply your punisher then. That's when we bonk, actually. No bonk. No remote collar stim. Stop staring at dogs. Because the dog's thinking naughty thoughts. Mm -hmm. Okay. The dog is literally like... Can't wait to submit you. Yeah. It's like he's looking at the bottle of alcohol saying, I'm trying to stay sober, but I'm going to go for that drink. So, boom. No. Throw a loaf of bread at him. Next. By the way, that's a joke, guys. You had to watch the beginning of the show. You can bonk him. Yeah, that clip's going to be taken. Jeff throws frozen loaves of bread. That's right. Dogs. Just for full clarification. Yeah, so we can take a... We can snack on it after. Just for clarification, I don't throw frozen loaves of bread in the dog because I'd have a really hard time like keeping it frozen. <laughs> I'd have to like right? I'd have to like have like, four I'd have to have four loaves in and just recycle them on a daily basis, like on an hourly basis. It's like, well don't eat I'm gluten free now. I guess I can't use this <laughs> bread. Right. <laughs> Better put it in the freezer. It's like what else? Bonk my dog with it. Like, it's like geez, I don't eat meat anymore. Well there's that can of beans and ham. <laughs> we can always use that. Bonk this dog with this frozen steak. That's right. There's always that spam. <laughs> Andra. Hi. Glad to see you both. Question. I have so totally backed off of affection and it's helped, but my significant other, oh boy, treats the dogs like babies. I saw that one coming. So now I just feel like a bitch. Not sure how to proceed. 
Well, number one, you feeling like a bitch, that's on you. So he's not making you feel like a bitch. You're feeling like a bitch. Let's flip that a little bit. And let's feel like you're a responsible dog trainer and dog owner. And he's irresponsible. So let's flip that. I don't think you're a bitch. I mean, you might be, but not in this situation. I think you're being a badass. In fact, I thought all those little like things meant badass. You know? Mm. Like she put like little icons and stuff. She want to spell a bitch. That's what she did. Yeah. Right, she put right. little icons. I, I thought she meant badass. So um No, there's five characters. No, 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 no. I know. I believe you. No, no, no. I know. Oh. What I'm saying is like I was like, oh, she feels like a badass. It's like oh. so. The thing is, this is like sitting down, and this is couple stuff. Sit down and be like, you do realize that what you're doing is you're destroying all the training that I'm doing, and you're sabotaging the great progress we're making, and you're also giving the dog mixed messages, and you're 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 going to regress the dog. So why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Next, Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman seminars. Oh, thank you, Emily. Oh, she tagged her friend. Well, thanks, thanks for, for tagging. tagging. Someone, Emily. Cassie, watch your intro to prong, prong collar video. I feel like I still don't understand how to tell the best fit as far as if I should add or remove links, especially for a long-haired dog. So, Cassie, don't look too deep into it. It's not a game breaker. It's not a game changer. Like, give a long-haired dog, if you're one link off, you're not going to ruin your dog. If it's a little bit big... You're not going to ruin your dog. So many people are like, they'll see a photo of a, of, of a dog that we're working with. And they're like, oh my gosh, that collar is three eighths of an inch too low. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. It sure is. It is so rare. We get a, like a truly perfect fit on dogs. So they're all either it, a little too yeah, loose or so too big. All, the bottom line is as long as it doesn't slide down, you're going to be fine. Next. Caroline said, Jeff getting a golden doodle in two weeks. She will, I'm assuming that says be 10 weeks. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a typo. She'll be 10 weeks right. when she comes to me. When can I start using e-collar so she can run on the beach with Frisbee? Well, probably not for a while. Probably not for, first you had a trainer on the remote collar. You can start, keep her on a long line, Caroline. Keep her on a long line, right? And let her run on the beach now. And then pick up the long line and do tons of recall with food. Tons of recall with food. Just get her used to the leash pressure. And and it'll be easy because your other dog will recall to you. And thanks for that grooming. Um, we have, actually have a grooming appointment with your groomer. Thank you. Next. Katie, when doing heel on the prong, is it okay to pair it with e-collar tapping and not continuous like an e-collar heel video? Tapping seems to work better with him. Maybe I'm doing the continuous method wrong. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not seeing you doing it. This is all I will say is try. Try. So many people are afraid to try. Mm -hmm. They're afraid. They're afraid to try new things. Yep. Because they're afraid they're going to hurt their dog, or they're going to like afraid to to mess up their dog. Yeah, literally. And it's like I can't tell you how many dogs are messed up that we meet, like every one of them, that have never had a remote collar on before. They're like you don't need a remote collar to mess up your dog. So we see the most fearful, anxious, aggressive, shy, reactive, self mutilating, OCD. And, and separation anxiety, I said anxious already, dogs ever. And they've never had any of the training equipment on that we use. So 
if you want to get scientific about it, A plus B equals C, the lack of tools messes up dogs, right? We could throw that out there. Ask about is a ridiculous of a statement saying that tools mess up dogs. No, we as humans are messing up dogs. The cool part about that is we can unmess up the dog. So try the method that you think will work and see if it works. Because maybe it'll work or it'll work for you. Next. Dogs. Um, Pulsar dog training. Tips for building more value with dog. Personal dog tunes out often in public. Yeah. Higher energy dog. Has great obedience and off-leash reliability. Trained on e-collar and prong. Pre-bonk doesn't last long. Having a hard time with arousal, I guess. So your arousal. So what I would do is I would watch my 180 video, the 180 move. Also make a lot of a lot of random turns with some firm pops. And then do also, you know, driveway drills, but out in public. And then start with that next. Katie said, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Megan, I know it sucks. We've given them our professional opinion, but they won't listen. Still want to help, but without the muzzle, we can't really help. Thanks, guys. So, Megan, I think it's time to say, what's that? Love them or leave them or something like that. Or, or I think it's time to say goodbye. It's okay to say to an owner, your highly aggressive dog that wants to kill your new puppy should not be living in the same house. There's it, like, it like, I want a lot of things too, but they're the ones that like had the highly aggressive dog. They're the ones that got the puppy. Now they're the ones that have the highly aggressive dog that wants to kill the puppy. And you're supposed to fix it. Well, isn't that what dog trainers do? I'm like, dog trainers do a lot of stuff. And yes, we can fix that. But also there's some dogs that the level of safety would not be enough or be comfortable. Mm -hmm. We talk about that all the time. Like neither of us at this point in our life are interested in having an aggressive dog. No. It's like we have five dogs in this room right now. During the day, Angelo is running around here all the time. He runs in, he runs out, he's got like, he he opens up the fridge. Like, can you imagine every time you open up the fridge, if one of our dogs walked over to that fridge? I know. Or like tried to take food from him or like anything. I've witnessed him step on Wes's tail. I can't tell you how many times. Right. Wes doesn't even blink an right. eye. Could you imagine that? I mean, could you imagine like he's sitting on the couch and he jumps off. And a dog tries to attack him. And a him. dog tries to... And these are... Dogs do this, by the way. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sure. Can you fix that? Absolutely. 100%. There's a lot of families, actually, that are living like that, that are not fixing it. And that's on them. So this choice is on them. Next. Thomas, you gave me advice concerning a pup to keep it safe from being attacked. Well, I've rehomed it to a good home a couple of weeks back as my three-year-old male shepherd tried to kill him. My hands are still recovering from the wounds. Yeah. I think it's... Um, you rehomed it. Say that one more time. You rehomed the pup to good home. Rehomed the puppy because his shepherd... Remember, they weren't getting along or something, right. I think. Right. That's a smart move. Yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. And some, po some people are so... Uh, what's the word? Unempathetic 
in not in empathetic. They're not empathetic. It's like, of course you rehome the dog. To that, you kill the dog. I mean, it's like people have got to understand what it's like to live in a household where you have to worry about a dog killing you. Always your other say dog. that, like, if you're gonna rehome one, you have to rehome the good one because nobody wants the aggressive one. But it's also, but either way, either one you rehome though, it's like it's not easy. It's not easy, and it's like everyone's so quick to blame the owner. Mm-hmm. Was the owner's fault? It's like okay, let's say it is, but here we are today. Mm-hmm. And let's take the information we have today to make a rational decision. Next, Frank, is that your mom or your girlfriend next to you? So, so Frank, damn, I look old enough to be your mom. So, Joelle is half my age. Shit, I've got children older than her, and this is my coworker. But for some reason, it's no surprise that you're on Twitch. Okay? Because that's where the biggest assholes come from. <laughs> Next. Ian, damn, I look old enough to be your mom. Well, when you're 12 years old, you can't scale age. And when you Ian. live in your mo- mother's basement and you don't see the sunlight because you're playing video games all day, you sort of lose your eyesight. So it's not his fault. Ian, when working... With prong and e-collar, which one should be higher on the neck? Ideally, the prong is higher on the neck because it gives you um, uh, uh, directional control. Next. Megan, also, I wasn't on the Zoom, so I didn't know exactly what you said. Yeah. So, but but Ashley does. Would you help Ashley fix her sound, too? She had the worst fucking sound. There's such a delay. It's like, it's so frustrating. Next. Jamie, how can I work on recall with my two dogs? I call my older dog and my younger one will always come as well. But if I call my younger one over to me, my older one does nothing. <laughs> so what you want to do is the older one is listening. Yeah. So the younger one you put on a tie back, put on a tie back, put in a down, put in a tie back, or have another handler handle that dog. And when you do name recall, if the other one comes, you'd correct it. Next. Poppy. So that's Sharon. She's been helping and going to work with me full-time in the spring. Awesome. Wonderful. Jeff, she'll probably never see a gator. I live near the Everglades. Rare. It's true. It's very, very true. Yeah. I know lifetime Floridians that have never run into an alligator. Next. Robert, Jeff, I love your content and your training videos. Have been a huge help training our 10-month-old boxer pit bull mix. So glad I found you. Robert, thanks for consuming it and um, putting it to work. I appreciate that. Next. Um, Melissa posted the phone number to text you at, which is 401-341-1903. You can you. text Jeff. Yes. Um, Elise, at what age should a good board and train be able to have a puppy solid in the following? Sit down, recall with distractions in place. At what age? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not about a board and train either. I mean, it, what the, the question actually is, at what age is a dog competent enough to do um a solid you know solid obedience um we call it distractions is harder to do mm. but it all depends on there's so many factors the dog mm-hmm. the training skill it, the mm-hmm. amount of time you're spending training there's five-year-old dogs that can't do any of those things that's and true. there's and there's like five-month-old puppies and there's five-month-old do- put your dogs that can rock it all those things next Megan did a 499 top chat. Oh, it's because she lives in the middle of nowhere. Her Wi-Fi is trash. Sorry, guys. Well, tell her to get an extender or a tower or 
tell her to get what are they like the satellite internet out there can you even get wire like can you get files i have no idea what they have but it's beyond bad i told her to use her cell phone next tara wait so you said this is what you're gonna do and then didn't tell me about the gators you didn't give her advice on how to oh oh for the gators just do well you're not gonna see a gator first of all but number two the gators usually come out of the water yeah, I often do that, by the way. I go out of these rants and I forget what the question is. Um, teach the dog. Um, I actually have a really good recall. Have a great recall. Have a really great recall. I'll answer it for you because Jeff's just beating around the bush here. Have a really great recall. No, I was just going to say I was hired. You can't exactly do alligator avoidance. You can't set it up. So it's like right. you better be able to recall that dog on a dime. Well, you can get a fake alligator probably. You just put it. You can go to you stop one of the tourist shops and just get a fake alligator. You, you can at least get an alligator head. You know, it's not gonna have the scent. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. Be I know. The real deal. But you can just make sure what you do is you just train your dog to come off of the area that the gators are in, which are usually waterways. Next, Andra, I have an older Bichon Yorkie with anxiety. Anyway, but we travel. He shakes pants, drools the entire time. Yeah. We drove from Oregon to Arizona one day. He did not stop except when we let him out to pee, Jeez. like for hours. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. I tried Benadryl one day. It didn't do anything. Any tips? We have to drive back in about a month. Yeah, don't use Benadryl again. There's your tip of the day. So what I want you to do is this. I want you to make sure you got your dog. Put it in a. It's a small breed dog. Put it in a little soft travel crate and make sure it knows a really good downstay. A really good downstay. Also, believe it or not, a remote collar can help break the cycle. It can help break the cycle. Oh my God, no, that's mean. It's actually not. It works fantastic. But it's not just about pushing buttons and shocking your dog. I mean, train your dog how to actually settle in a crate. So start doing duration work now. Duration work now outside of the, 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 the car, inside of the car with the car not moving, and then on short trips. Next. Um, Katie, it's after midnight here, and I'm sitting laughing in bed at frozen loaves of bread. <laughs> Katie. Just don't tell your friends about this. Don't tell your friends. Don't tell your friends at all. all right. Oh my God. Thomas, um, I already read that before about him rehoming the puppy. Yeah. He said, Joelle said that people who get pups are mad. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Apollo is now a happy three-year-old shepherd. Yes. You guys are great. You're pal from Ireland. Yes. It's it's I talked to somebody who had two five-month-old Akitas today, and I was just like, we can help you. Um if you have a friend lined up that wants one of them, you might want to consider because their life situation also has changed. So, yeah, it's it's. I think after like I could see one at a time. Like if I I myself have only ever raised dogs from puppies. Like I don't think I've ever just adopted a dog and been like you're I've mine only, now. I've done that once. I actually I did it once, and it was my mom's dog though. My personal dogs I've gotten at eight weeks old, but after these two here together. No, no, don't do litter mates. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Right. Well, you didn't get litter mates. No, the puppies here. Oh, oh, those puppies. And we're trainers uh, and we have a full staff and we're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Don't do litter mates. Don't. Don't. The benefit is that when they run around, I never, they have a lot of fun. I never understood like why you were always so adamant. Like, don't do litter mates. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, okay, it's one more dog. No, it's not though. It's not, don't do it's, litter mates. It's not two dogs. It's four out of control dogs. Dude, they're like out of control, and then one leaves, the other's crying. Then you bring it back. That one's crying. They're all just like 
crying all the time. We keep let's have a have a disclaimer saying we fix all that stuff. Yeah, I know. Okay. But the first month was chaos. Well, they weren't running here for training. They were just here for boarding. Yes. Yes. And, and were, they were so young, and like you bonked the crate, and they thought it was great. They like right. wagged their tails. Right. Kathy B. Envisioning someone bonking a dog with a frozen loaf of bread. <laughs> it would work. I just would hate to see that loaf of bread. Like, I can see it being like a, a French uh, a baguette. A baguette. It's like a baton. Yeah, but but like the loaf of bread with a bag. It would just break apart. Sliced bread. <laughs> it break apart. I'm imagining it like, I'm imagining it being like, then all of a sudden it turns into like confetti. Like, yeah. I mean, not confetti, but like an explode, like a like a, a bread explosion. Like you bonk the dog and then all of a sudden bread goes flying through the air. Dog's like, oh, snack. And starts eating it all. I guess then you can practice your skeet shooting then too. <laughs> you know, it's like, bam, 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 bam. We're just going to plot a gun out of nowhere. Right. Well, bonk the, the dog. That's right. Howdy, what are you doing? Shut the dog up and practice in my shooting skills. Four ninety nine from Malik. Puppy knows place and downstay, but gets excited when being pet. Is e collar trained, but he avoids people after I used. Behavior stopped. Any tips? Well, yeah, the behavior stopped. So, what you what you had was an arousal problem. It looks like you stopped it. <laughs> I don't understand. Wait, hold on. What, what's the what's the tip? Mm. Now he avoids people. Oh, he avoids people. You might have corrected too high. Um, but or or did you say no first? Also, right after that, you, when the dog is calm, you can also have them just get your dog to get your just get your dog to be around more people. It's not the worst thing to avoid people, um, but you can get you can have people pet your dog. But if people if your dog moves away from them, don't have don't have don't have your dog don't have people pet the dog because the dog could snap. So just have your dog around as many people as possible in a neutral environment. And it'll get better next. Mm, Ashley, Florida waterways. Tired? Yeah, mm. this is a very mentally exhausting day. Yeah, no swimming for dogs. LOL. Find a pool. Also, thanks for the advice on Zoom. Sending dogs home will work with owners ongoing, but releasing responsibility to them on their decision. Excellent, excellent job. Good job, Ashley. Proud of you. And 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 you seem to get the dogs in that that you might. Every every dog trainer should think about that. That's that's not an excuse for not having the skill set. It's for like, like you're asking you're asking something that's not practical. Yeah. Like we're not magicians. Mm-hmm. Like we're not magicians. So and is it even responsible? Is it fair to the young dog? Is it fair to the puppy? Right. Like every time you it's like it's like. You got two brothers. Every time you walk out of the room, your brother throws a knife at your head. It's like, Jesus Christ, and your parents won't do a damn thing about it? Mm-hmm. It's like, someone's got to take responsibility on that one. Next. Colin, we adopted a three-year GSD husky dog with known issues and previous bites. Three years with him. Still have resource guarding and insecurities. Will react to bite if uncomfortable with slight or no warning. So resource guarding, though, I've got a great video on resource guarding. That's fixed relatively quick with a remote collar. Um, as far as the insecurities, that's going to go with just more confidence building. How do you build confidence? Up his, up his obedience big time. This, So don't forget, guys, I do one-on-one online consults. So I'm not saying this so you'll like 
buy in a one-on-one online consult. I'm not asking for the buy. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, free dog training, but he asked for the buy. But it's like, what I'm saying is like a question like this would be perfect for it because there's so many moving parts. There's so many moving parts to this. And I need to know like more information. For most of these questions, I need to know more information. But for things like that dog drooling from Oregon to from wherever, it's like, that I can just troubleshoot right now. Next. Hmm. Ron, if it slides down to the base of the neck, it's too loose, Oh, right? it's way too loose, especially with a long-haired dog. You probably got to take a couple links out, yeah. It should fit snug without moving. Next. Alpaca stuff. Hey, Jeff, I spent all my money on GME stocks, and my dog bit me because he said that was a dumb idea. Am I an idiot? Kidding. So I next your next dog you get should probably be a dog that doesn't know how to read your What's stock GME? portfolio. Your stock portfolio. I need to start investing in stocks, I think. No, why? I don't know. Fucking real estate. That's true. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to be like, I'm a shareholder of Then go buy stocks. I think I'm gonna. But but like the houses I own in Florida, like with a 25 to 30 percent return on investment because i airbnb them out mm. not too many stocks are doing that and okay. if they are the person that runs those stocks is usually in jail <laughs> hello bernie how you doing these days how's the food next mitchell i was watching a bunch of dog training videos on youtube and while they helped with basic commands and tricks none have been able to fix my four-month-old gsd's obedience issues besides yours thank, thank you. you yeah so i mean what I love about YouTube is that there's so many free videos out there and they are helpful for, depends on what you're looking for. But keep in mind that a lot of people don't make a video on how to stop something. You know, and there's tons of people out there that like make great videos out there on how to teach stuff, which are very, very important to the marketplace. We all need to learn how to teach stuff, but how to stop stuff are two different things. We make videos on a lot of our content is on how to stop stuff. Unfortunately, that doesn't get as much, as many views. We don't, we, we, we get, we've been demonetized by, by YouTube pretty much. Um, they don't share our videos because I swear. So, but the issue is a lot of people don't make videos on that because it gets them a lot of negative stuff. But that's what people need. That's why people are getting rid of their dogs. Because they want to know how to stop unwanted behaviors. Next. Going on a lot of rants. Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Thank you. Yeah, the Patreon channel is great. It's got all organic um, videos on there that are not seen anywhere else. Was I ranting? Yeah. Oh. The Conscious. Hey, J&J. Happy Wednesday. Does your prong collar and e-collar video protocols work with a 15-week Springer Spaniel? Yeah. I mean, 15 weeks is old enough. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is it's dog training. So this is what people have to understand is like, all we're doing is using dog training theory. That's it. So I want people to understand the prong collar and the remote collar are communication tools. They're totally useless pieces of equipment if you don't have the, the theory behind how to use them. So, so anybody that says that a remote collar is like, the lazy version of training. It's the easy way out. Don't train with pain. It's like, well, first of all, the don't train with pain thing, it's like all depends on what behavior you're trying to stop. Okay? Because it's not okay that the dog bit me. 
it's not okay that the dog is biting my kids. So the dog can inflict bodily harm to my child, but I can't use pain to modify the dog's behavior. It's okay for the dog to, it's okay for a dog to eat a sock off the ground, get brought in for surgery where they have to cut it open. It might die on the table, right? It has a long recovery period. It might get a secondary infection and it didn't learn not to eat socks and it cost you five to $8,000. That's okay. The vet has no problem with that. He'll take those patients all day long. But the vet will say, but I can fix that. I can stop your dog from eating a sock with a remote collar. And yes, it's going to be painful. That's not okay. So it's not okay to prevent a surgery that costs a lot of money where the dog doesn't learn a lesson, but it's not okay to use a remote collar that actually teaches something. I just don't understand the rationale behind that. Next. Alpaca stuff. My Pyrenees has been very relaxed since we haven't been regularly exciting him and very well behaved. Thanks for your videos. You're, you're welcome. And you just remember, you can still have your, your excitement time. I recommend that being outside only and make sure you put an off switch on that dog. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to get excited now and run around and play. And then we're, we're done. We're done. Just like that. We're done. Done enough. Next. Ron, on correcting for aggressive event, should I have the e-collar set to make my German Shepherd yelp? Well, I don't know. I, so here's a great example. I, what, what, number one, dogs can yelp on a low level. And the last thing I want anybody to do is just be pushing buttons. I've said that ever since I've been training dogs. It's like It's not just a button pushing thing. We're not just trying to harm our dogs or cause our dogs discomfort. I need to know what the aggressive event is, what's happening before it, what the experience is in the baseline where the dog is. I need way more information. So I'm not gonna just say, yeah, set your remote collar so the dog screams in pain. Cause I need to know more information. I need to know the timing. Are you using a marker word? Like there's like, we actually have like a very, very intensive process on how we rehabilitate aggression. Next. Um, Joseph, my dog has been in multiple fights all he was defending himself. I've tried using off command, but once engaged, he won't listen to anything. Right. What can I do to have more control so he can be around dogs? But hold on here though. But Joseph, your dog can be around dogs. He's always defending himself. So maybe you should just be around friendlier dogs. But when your dog's in the middle of a dog fight, defending itself, calling your dog off is going to be really challenging because the other dog's not going to stop. And now mm -hmm. your dog is a sitting target. Mm -hmm. So instead of me giving you dog training advice, I would give you how to give a good swift boot to another dog advice, right? It sounds like your dog's getting attacked by random dogs or other dogs. Correct? I mean, that's what defending himself means. Next. 
Thomas said, thanks, guys. You're welcome. Sharon. Jeff, what kind of tater tot cooker was that from a tater tot fan? So that's actually an air fryer. It's, it's an it's air now fryer. just turned into the tater tot cooker, though. No, I, I make I make Brussels sprouts, potatoes, vegetables, seafood. The best gift I ever gave you. I think I took it from you. You did. You just literally was just like, I'm going to use your air fryer now. I'm like, okay. Sort of like you just open up the fridge and just eat your food. Eat my food. Mm -hmm. It's mutual. It's a good trade-off. It's a good trade-off. Except Ever since I stopped eating meat, I don't really use it except for my Brussels sprouts these days. Brussels sprouts in an It makes the best yeah. fucking Brussels sprouts. Yeah. It's like a set it and forget it. You just hit the button and you walk away and you come back and they're perfectly crisp. Yeah. So I do the tots. 18 minutes at 400 degrees. Perfect fucking tots. God, I could have picked up some Brussels sprouts for that thing. I haven't cooked them in a while. Mm. I've got so good. Why don't you just take mine? I get the fresh ones though from Trader Joe's. Oh, you do? Fr fresh or frozen? Fresh. Right, like in the bag, fresh. Fresh. Mm -hmm. Got it. They get so good. Nice. Live stream alpacas. Wow, you're on Twitch too. Yep. Pulsar dog training. You don't look old, Joelle. I promise. Oh. No, she doesn't look Thanks. old. I was going to make a Botox it, appointment for it, tomorrow. Even, even, on, even on her most tired days, she doesn't look old. Courtney. But, but for a 12 year old, though. Who doesn't like interact with females? She probably looks old. Courtney, hi. I have a client that purchased a Doberman for his family. He has three green children. Two are autistic. One higher functioning than the other. I fear this isn't the right dog for their family. He is already showing serious untreated behaviors because the kids just want to love him and not discipline him. I feel obligated to say something, but not sure if it's appropriate. Thoughts? So, Courtney, this is a so it is a client of yours. So they are paying for your advice, not just your service. Your services, part of your service is advice. That's a client that I would pass on, most likely. I would say, this is the wrong dog for this house. Not even, if this has got nothing to do with them being special needs three children that are just giving this dog affection and the parents that don't want to put down any rules or structure. So I understand buying material things to make children happy. I get that. I understand that. But a dog with teeth and it's a Doberman, that's probably not the smartest thing. So I would, I would, I would say something next um mitch hey guys what do you do with a dog licking while in place very annoying while sitting in silence otherwise well behaved nine month lab so if it's like self, self i hate that sound you can actually low level correct on a remote collar for that you can just say no and then remote collar next um pam hi guys so you've said to use a prong collar to help with pulling but the way my dog lunges at the neighbor dog at the fence is bad. He's taken me down a few times. I have to take him out holding his leash. 71-pound lab. I'm so done. Will he stop pulling like that with the prong collar on? And if he still does pull, can it hurt his neck? I'm so done. I won't even let him outside if I hear the neighbor dogs out anymore. And I know that's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous at all, Pam. It makes perfect sense. Well, first of all, I want you to understand the tool is not magical. So if you walk outside with a dog on a prong collar 
and he's 71 pounds and he lunges, mm -hmm. he's probably going to still lunge mm -hmm. because you have not done training yet. So I would also recommend fence fight, fixing fence fighting with a remote collar. Now, can you stop this with a prong as a tool? Absolutely. But there's a, there's a, there's a training component into it. The last thing I want you to do is put a prong collar on the dog, walk out there without any training whatsoever, meaning training, teaching the dog not to do that, not to do that, and get pulled and you get knocked over and you get hurt. And is it going to hurt the dog? No, it's not going to hurt the dog. I'm more worried about you being hurt. You're more worried about you being hurt. Or why are you worried about the dog being hurt? You're so done with it. You're sick of it. You're being pulled. Let's say the dog does get hurt, but it stops the behavior. Pam. Let's say that you do learn how to use it properly. Let's say that it takes one good leash pop, preceded with the word no, and the dog lets out a yelp and stops the behavior. Would you have a problem with that? Or do you want the problem to be fixed with absolutely no discomfort whatsoever and take a year to possibly have success? Or would you like it taken care of in a week? And if you use a remote collar, would you like to have it taken care of in three seconds? And yes, a large amount of discomfort is involved with that protocol. And I recommend using a remote collar. I've got a very specific way that I stop fence fighting. People do it all the time by my advice. And 99% of them out of 100 tell me it worked instantly. And yes, it's uncomfortable to the dog. But the dog is doing a really dangerous behavior. Next. Alpaca stuff. Wi-Fi is your connection to your home device. The signal coming to it comes down to the internet provider. No such thing as bad Wi-Fi, just shitty internet. Got it. But if she goes off, if she has better data though. Yeah, so like she, cellular data. So she has better, if she has better cellular data than Wi-Fi, which happens. So sometimes when we're on the road, we can't get a good Wi-Fi signal, but we've got good cell service. I'll switch my computer over to my, my phone and turn my phone into a hotspot. So maybe I'm just using the wrong terminology, but I believe I'm using the cellular data to turn it into a hotspot. And, yeah. and that creates, I guess, wi -Fi our, the Wi-Fi signal then. So if you've got good cellular data, but bad Wi-Fi, that's the situation. That's what I, that's what I was just envisioning in my head. Next. Alex, aloha, J&J. &J. Aloha. Um, but then alpaca stuff, aloha, how are you? But so Joelle's new house that she just got, we just ordered Verizon, one gigabyte um, internet, which is guaranteed to be 940 download and 880 upload. Damn, that's fast. That's what I got. Yeah. That, that can run up to 100 wireless devices. So like that, there's a big difference between that and like, that was Verizon and then Cox's cheapest plan. Like Cox doesn't even have that. 
So upload speed, upload speed matters. Upload speed, like if you don't have good data coming in, if you don't have good Wi-Fi coming in, I stayed at a hotel once where their upload speed was was one point five. Oh my god! MPS. It was a business hotel. I I rarely ever complain, but I make a living, and I was like. Like, but that's the thing. A lot of people only care about download because you want to watch. We stuff. care about upload because we do live streaming. But even their download was terrible. Mm. It was good for it was at the most. It was good for all right. We got texting. five. We got five minutes left. Yes. Elise, local highly rated positive dog trainer, got bit in front of class. My new student left. Is clearly their methods don't work after their attempt of fixing resource guard guarding luring with treats. Had to share. So Elise, so. Unfortunately, why would you lure a resource guarding dog with food unless you were trying to proof it to show that the dog won't go for the food? But if I'm envisioning this right, because I've seen this happen and it's the stupidest thing in the world, the dog is eating food out of a food bowl and it's guarding it. And then the trainer, and I don't care who it is, it could be a trainer or no, I don't really give a shit comes in with like some are higher valued in their hand. That's one of the best ways to get bit. It also teaches resource guarding. So you're growling over a food bowl and I'm going to present you with a food reward. And most likely a higher value food reward. So I'm paying you a lot of money to resource guard that bowl. And bite you. It's stupid. Next. Brandon, I'm Brandon from t and &E Elite K9. Not sure if you remember me. Either way, thank you both so much. And is it just me or do you ever feel silly trying to explain the bonker to clients? They don't get it ever. So I do remember you. And this is the thing. It's like, that's why I've got videos explaining it. Um, I don't feel silly doing it. And most of the, you know, our clients do get it. I mean, our clients come here because they sort of want us to do it. They, yeah. Every once in a while, we'll meet a client that's never heard of it. Almost all of our clients um, um, have heard of it and actually like have even used it. Next. Alpaca stuff. Any suggestions with fish oil for large dogs? Don't know. Don't know. I know it's good for them, but that's all I know. Next. Alex, how can I keep my dog from whining when I put her outside in the morning? Does bonking work? Yeah, but you say no and then bonk. Remote collar would work better though, because then you don't have to you don't have to go outside and you don't have to, you know. Your dog, you can do it sight unseen. The act of whining sucks. Next. Kevin, when walking our dog, just got a Herm Springer prong collar. We also have a mini educator. Use both at the same time or one at a time? I don't know what your skill set is, Kevin. So the, each one has a different skill set. Each one has a different um, use. So train your dog how to walk in a proper heel with a prong. And then <clears throat> with a remote collar, I would say start off with doing the spatial pressure move. But teaching remote collar heel... You'll actually get off the prong, most likely. Next. Pulsar dog training. Tips for teaching dogs to listen individually. My personal dog is always trying to respond when I'm addressing other dogs. Other dogs know their names and when to respond. She keeps pushing it. Mm. Do we need to answer that earlier in the show? No, he said that dog, uh, so, the personal dog is tuned out in public, too. Oh, so what happens is other dogs know their names and when, so... Uh, Sounds like your personal dog is getting away with a lot. So what you'll do is you do name recognition training and then you put your, the, the, have your dog that keeps breaking command 
if the other dog's name, have it on a leash, have it on a tie back, have another handler handle it. And when you teach, when you say name of dog being the other dog, recall, you correct that dog. Next. It's the personal dogs, man. I get it. When you're a dog trainer, mm -hmm. sort of the last thing you want to do is train your own dog. You know? And some people will say, well, look at the owner's dog to see it. You know, <laughs> yeah, to see, bullshit. to see the trainer's dog. It's like all Wes does is be an ass for clients, no, but that's not, true. but that's his job. That's he goes out true. there to be a distraction. No, he's not an ass. Your dog is well-trained and well-behaved. Yeah. But I use him as a distraction. I mean, I the, let him but the, bark but the, and, but the point you want him to, because you yeah. want a distraction. The point being though, is like, like the, the dog trainer could have a really challenging dog. Mm -hmm. And the owner can like have a really easy dogs. I've also had to put down some personal dogs. Like at one point I had 12 dogs and two of them I had to put down. It's not because I ran out of money. Um, it's because don't be, by the way, you will run out of money if you have 12 dogs. Um, um, it's because they were really aggressive and I just acquired these dogs. It's back when I used to like acquire dogs when I first started dog training. Don't be me, please. Um, and like I made them much better but I couldn't, I didn't feel they were safe enough. One was really dog aggressive. One was human aggressive. And it wasn't fair to dogs or people or the community or to my family or to me or to other dogs. You know, so anybody, if they took that information and they have, people have, I've seen like, like, like posts that, oh, Jeff had to kill his own dog. He can't even fix his own dogs. I'm like, well, we're talking about two specific dogs, first of all, but then like every dog trainer out there, if their ego and they train enough dogs and if their ego was honest with them, like you haven't had success with every single dog. We haven't. Mm -mm. We've made it dramatically better. Have we gotten to where we were happy? Some dogs know the owners were thrilled on a lot of them. Yeah. But some dogs come in and we know that it's a 50-50 chance and we tell the owner that before mm -hmm. there's any transaction. Two fighting dogs from the same house are the hardest dogs to work with. The hard, the highest rate of failure are two dogs who live together that are fighting. It's the highest rate of failure. Also, I think it's important to talk about though with Pulsar dog training. Don't like beat yourself up and don't take take our comments as like oh, your dog should be better trained. Like, it's not not like that. Like, don't take it personally that your dog isn't... I think we said the opposite, though. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just because your dog isn't listening as well as your board and trains, like, it's your personal dog. Yeah. Like, think about how much you're micromanaging your board and trains all day long. Right. But it's not only that. It's like, the, the bigger issue is, how many people have you helped? Mm -hmm. That's the, That should be the bar. Not how well your dogs do. Right. They're your dogs. First of all, if you've got a really, really, like, so many people get, like, number one, you can buy a dog trained and use it as your demo dog. I know many trainers that have done that, especially with Malinois. They've purchased fully trained Malinois to use as their demo dog all for marketing purposes. It's like, 
that's fine if that's the business model they want to do. But like, there's also something called ethics. How honest are you with your clients? How honest are you with yourself? I mean, now I don't know too many dog trainers that will say they've had to put down their own dogs for aggression. Not too many people will admit that. Because mm. they'll think it's like, oh, well, then who are you to re rehabilitate aggression? I'm like, we've also not been successful with clients' dogs. They're fucking dogs. I mean, we're not magicians. They're mm -hmm. animals. Mm -hmm. And we meet dogs that shouldn't be walking the face of the earth, frankly. And a lot of times when it's your own dog, your relationship is working against you. Right. 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 All right, guys. It's 8 o'clock. It's past 8 o'clock. Time to go. We'll see everybody Friday night. Love you all. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye.